Happy Bastille Day. Thank you. So Simon, Simon Pachinov, Team Penske joins us, third win of the year, first to Toronto, 14th of your career, and you're now within 39 points of the championship. Sounds like almost a perfect day. Yeah, it was. Uh, what a great day. What a great weekend. Uh, really, we were really hooked up all weekend uh, with a fantastic race car. Um, super proud for DXC Technology. They came here with a, with a big group and... Um, uh, you know, I, I wanted to get them another win. So, um, you know, we've got a win with the Menards car, one with the DXC technology car, which is really important for our partners, Tim Penske. Uh, these guys are supporting our program so well, um, not only uh, obviously as, as being partner on the race car, but also on the, the support side of racing with all the te technology they bring. It helps us being better on the racetrack. So uh, that's very important to us. And then uh, it's Bastille Day in France, obviously. So, um, you know, being able to win for France um, after winning Indianapolis uh, is quite a special year. So um, I'm very proud, very proud to fly the, the French flag here at, uh, in a cousin country, uh, which is Canada. So, um, so I'm really, uh, really excited and, and proud. So um, I guess the French guy is uh, leading the Tour de France today um, uh, on the bike. So I felt like I had to do the same and super proud. We would look for nervous moments in the day, but I don't think there were any other than Dixon was closing on you at some point. But it was a pretty, pretty stress-free. Yes, uh, the beginning was. Uh, I mean, the first corner was de pretty delicate. Um, we managed. Uh, then uh, we took off, and the car on the red tires held on really well, and we definitely had an advantage on the tire wear, uh, which I knew we had a really good race car, so um, so we were able to match. Uh, fuel number really well. Again, Chevy did such a phenomenal job with power and fuel economy this weekend that really helped us to perform even better. Um, so thanks to them. And then on the, on the black Firestone tires, we're really strong. It's just, um, you know, trying to make the fuel and passing the back markers at the end was very complicated. Uh, so I, um, I just played the game with Dixon to, uh, make sure I would, was covering myself through turn one and three and then, uh, save fuel the rest of the lap, not to catch the uh, the, the the back markers. So that wasn't very fun for uh, for the leaders or for the fans. But uh, you know, if I was trying to pass them, I would use a lot of fuel, and and they were making it quite difficult. So I just um, just um, use my experience to be smart there. Questions? We'll start over here in the back. Is this the first time since May the 500 that you entered a weekend with the mentality of? coming out on top. You seem to really have a, a real strong approach to May and just getting the job done. Is this the first time you've returned to that? Yes. Um, you know, Detroit and uh, Texas is a different story, but Detroit was uh, not the way I wanted to run a, a race weekend. Um, but you see, when I'm well prepared, I can do the job. So, um, you know, I've shown it before, and um, it's just a matter of being in that zone. Um, certainly the car was phenomenal this weekend, so it really was a matter of understanding how to extract the maximum out of it and stay on that aggressive level. Um, and I kept driving hard all weekend um, while still having some margin except in qualifying. So, um, so we were always a little, a little bit ahead of the competition while not taking too much risk, and that really was a comfortable zone. Um, yeah, definitely a good approach, certainly. Um, I'm still working on that to make sure that it happens every races. But, uh, you know, there are days that st stars align really well for you. And it's days that uh, 
they're really the easiest day in racing. It's just a matter of executing. And there are days um, where it's more difficult, but in those days you learn a lot more and you become stronger. Next question comes in the back. One, two, there he goes. Uh, Rudy Blair, Rudy Blair Entertainment Media. Uh, at what point did you know that uh, Scott Dixon was right behind you, especially when he was like a second behind you and then half a second? And how did you keep ahead of him, especially on those last 15 laps? Well, I knew the gap um, with Scott. Um, you know, Scott is a really good racer. He's five-time champ, so you know he's going he's gonna to be there at the end. Uh, and I knew that was going to be the case. So I built a gap at the beginning to be safe uh, over the pit sequence. Um, and then at the end, when I saw the back markers, I knew that was his chance to come back. Uh, so what I did is I just, uh, once I figured out that uh, Hunter Ray was using push to pass, uh, I couldn't really, I could use my push to pass, but I was using a lot of fuel doing so, and I was uh, putting myself at risk. So what I did is I, I just um, looked at where Dixon was strong, and I adjusted my pace to uh, make sure I was ahead of him enough and not bothered by uh, the back markers through turn one and three. And the rest of the track, Dixon couldn't pass me, so I was saving the fuel there. And uh, and I kept uh, distance with the back markers not to uh, be in trouble uh, myself. So I used a bit of experience there. Uh, throughout the years, I learned how to do that and uh, watching the greats. And uh, that's how I put it off. Question on your left. Uh, you answered most of my question there, but to take it a little bit further, when you hear the gap has gone from six seconds to a half second, he's right there on your, your bumper. Uh, you got the team talking to you, telling you to go into your fuel conservation. Uh, you're catching lappers. How do you process that? How do you manage that? Is it overwhelming, or are you able to compartmentalize all of it? Uh, yeah, I was very composed today because I knew I had such a great race car. It was just frustrating um, in a way, but, you know, I've been... I've been racing for a while now. Um, so I, I managed to control my emotion and find a way. There's always a way, you know, I, and I managed to find a way to use the back markers to my advantage. And really, I was in that mentality this weekend, just positive, never thinking negative. Um, so the gap melted down for sure, but uh, it's the goal is to finish first. It doesn't matter if it's half a second, two tenths, or ten seconds. Um, it was great for the fans, I guess, and made it exciting. Um, which is good. It's good for the show. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I feel confident all the way. Question in front. Uh, so, so you uh, won the Indianapolis 500, and then we're live, right? Yeah, we're live. And then, and then we we so yeah, you win that uh, Indianapolis 500, and then you win the Honda Indy. And by the way, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you're the first person in history to go from uh, Indianapolis 500 straight to Honda Indy, because you have all of these pressures of you know sponsorship and all these pressures like that. Sorry, uh, hang on, let me just. How nice. Uh, but Thank yeah, you. And you have all of these uh, sponsorship pressures and stuff like yep, that. Yeah, do. So, like, what, what's it like to go right from Indianapolis 500 to go and win Honda Indy right after that? That's a great question because, you know, it's diffic the, the difficulty and what's really cool about IndyCar is those different tracks, right? Indy, the Speedway is so different to Indy Toronto. Uh, it's pretty much... The big opposites, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're going through uh, streets, um, you're braking really hard, you're, you're muscling the car around, you're sliding, and 
in Indy, you've got to be really smooth and you're doing 240 miles an hour. Uh, here we've got the slowest corner on the calendar with the airplane in turn three. So it's a different set of skills. Uh, but that's what's, that's the beauty about IndyCar is, um, I think to win a championship, you have to be so complete. Uh, and that's why I love. Um, but pressure, I, I do very well under pressure. It, it just drives me. I love it. I love it because that's when you have to extract more out of yourself and there's no other way to go. You can't turn back. So, um, you know, it's it's just time to go for me right now. It's championship time. Question on your right down in front. Hey, Simon, over here. Sorry. Um, I know you're not a guy who ever doubts himself, but I was curious that it, it seemed like I mean, over the last month, a couple, of, there's been some eagerness to maybe make this a uh, a Rossi Newgarden championship fight, those two, and, not, and left you out. I was wondering if you ever saw any of that, and then uh, if that's any motivation for you, if you see any of that. Um, no, I I think if you look at my, my IndyCar career, I've been fighting for championships almost every year. So uh, never count me out. That's all I can say. Uh, I'm going to be here in the end, and I'm showing it today. And I'm, that's my determination that's talking. It's not pretentious. It's just that I've got a great team behind me. Uh, we've won the biggest race in the world. We've just won um, an awesome race to, to be at a driver track uh, where you need to have a really good car, chassis, and engine. We showed that today. So we've got all the all the equipment, all the tools to do so well. Um, now it's just a matter of knowing when to push it. And it's a long championship. You've got to build it. So um, I'm here, and I think New Garden, Rossi, and Dixon know it. Um, like I know they're here too. Um, and it's going to be a great fight in the end. Yeah, the follow-up I was going to ask you was you, you, you mentioned, you know, how the, the struggle after May to kind of keep that momentum going just because of all the responsibility you had. Why is it that going to be different this time? I assume, obviously, not going to have quite as busy a schedule after this race, but do you imagine it's going to be as tough to kind of keep this momentum going for the next couple of races? No, I don't believe it's going to be tough. Those tracks coming up are very, uh, very good for us. I love Iowa. It's a fun <laughs> oval, and Mid-Ohio is, is a really good track. So... You know, we're just going to have to approach it the same way we have and execute. Obviously, um, I think the momentum that we have and the way that my mechanics work on the race car, the smile that they have uh, mornings and evenings just shows the potential of our team. So I'm um, determined. I told Roger before the weekend, I said, I'm, I'm 100% in and I'm going to give you everything I have. So, you know, that's what you want to hear. Uh, and that's what you want to do uh, to go out and win championships. It's... It's just I had to rest and I had to gather myself after this big storm that happened to me after winning Indy. Uh, I reorganized my team around me, not Penske, but my personal team, Team Pagano, and uh, we're doing a great job with that, which um, which is about optimizing time uh, so I can have time focusing on racing. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to have to do, but uh, it seems like it's working. Question from Bruce. Uh, two quick ones. Was this weekend kind of like in many ways just a uh, kind of a, a microcosm of your month of May? It seemed like you were fast. You were fast all weekend. You were fast in every session. You won the poll. You won the race. Funny when you want it so bad, I guess it happens, right? Um, that's why I kept saying after Indy, I, I dreamt about winning Indy and you just got to work really hard at it. And if you work, it's not about working hard. It's about working well, focusing on the right things. And I think um, last weekend, having time at home, studying tapes and studying data, uh, going to the simulator, all that allowed me to have the time to th rethink about how I was going to approach this weekend the same way I did for Indy. Um, so, you know, I found something there that works really well for me. I'm just going to keep riding that wave uh, forward. And uh, so, yeah, it's nice to be in that position. 
And a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, you saw your clay face of the board, you know, th that's going to be the face on the Borg Warner Trophy. And then after that, you went back to France. Did you kind of say after that, okay, celebration time has come to an end. Now I'm back to full focus on a championship. Yeah, it's a good point. Good point, Bruce. I think uh, that was definitely a closure uh, to go to France and realize the impact of the biggest race in the world. Um, I had no idea the impact it was going to have in France, and it was uh, it was quite incredible. So, um, you know, we're actually going back in August for um, for a media tour with IndyCar uh, to celebrate with the with the media there and, and fans and in my hometown as well, uh, which I'm really excited about. Borg Warner is going to be there. Um, those are good moments too. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely in uh, definitely switched to championship mode now, uh, even though I'm a happy person. Take our last one here from Patrick. Simon, a lot of us that travel the circuit, we, we circle this event because it's such a great city. Uh, and I know that you hadn't won here before. So was this one of the ones you, you kind of had in your mind? I want to get this. I want to I win Toronto. Absolutely. Me and Ben Bretzman, my engineer, was even more eager than me, I think, because we've been so fast here so many years, um, on the verge of winning so many times. And like I said earlier this weekend, yellow came out and then we don't, we finished either fifth or fourth and never had the win despite being fastest car. So, you know, that's another closure. It's, it's nice to be able to check that, that box and say, we've done it there where, um, it's such a, for me, it's, it's one of the best street course because it's so, um, dicey. Yeah. And I really enjoy that. So it was, uh, I felt like I had to win it at some point. So I'm, I'm glad it's done. Uh, and now I can, I can focus on the rest. Simon, thank you. You're thank you. a great champion. Thank you. Thank you.